0: The Sacred Changemakers podcast is supported by Coaches Business School, helping the world's most caring coaches build a purpose-driven and profitable business that makes a meaningful impact in our world. Check out their unique frameworks and methods to help you transform and grow your business. Now is the time to build a bridge from what you want in life to include what the world needs. You can do well in business and do good, And together, we can make a meaningful difference. Find out more at coachesbusinessschool.com.
1: Hey there, and welcome to a new episode of the Sacred Changemakers podcast. In today's episode, our guest is founder and CEO, Debbie White of Frankly Deb, who is here to share her insights on the foundational work of building a brand. Now, Debbie has dedicated herself to the success of women entrepreneurs worldwide, With her extensive experience as an award-winning creative director, she's crafted impactful multimedia advertising campaigns for renowned brands like Starbucks and Microsoft and Dignity Memorial amongst other Fortune 500 brands. And Debbie's passion for empowering others led her to become something of a serial entrepreneur with multiple six-figure businesses and a notable seven-figure ad agency. Her remarkable achievements and her expertise have garnered recognition, including a feature in Forbes. Now she channels her expertise into coaching women entrepreneurs, helping them to expand their impact by navigating the ever-evolving landscape of online and social media marketing with her brand-first marketing approach. So they own their lane as a -a one-of-a-kind brand with zero competition, while they grow to multiple six-figure businesses and her hands-on coaching focuses on fueling her clients from the inside out, empowering them to become the powerhouse brands that they are destined to be. And this is a subject that, as change makers, we can all benefit from. So let me ask you, have you ever jumped straight into marketing without truly understanding the importance of defining your brand? Because if so, you're not alone. And Debbie's going to explain why not knowing what your brand is all about can lead to ineffective marketing and a lack of audience clarity. She's also going to delve into the power of tapping into your purpose and what that can do for your brand and how it can shift the trajectory of your business Debbie will guide us through the world of branding with her exceptional wisdom and expertise. And she's also going to shed light on the evolving marketing landscape brought about by new technologies like social media and AI and the changing priorities of consumers. So get ready to discover the secrets of brand strategy, storytelling, and empathy as Debbie shares her knowledge on creating a brand and marketing that stand out and connect you deeply at a soul level with your audience. So without further ado, let's dive into this enlightening conversation with Debbie White. Hey Debbie, welcome to the Sacred Changemakers podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's so great to be here, Jane. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to our conversation and I know that our title, you know, the the power of marketing to start a movement is something mm-hmm. that's really important to change makers to help get their work out into the world and, and build an audience around their brand and all these things that I want to dive into with you today, but before we do. You know, our listeners have just heard your professional bio, so I'd like to kind of go beneath the surface of that a little bit and just ask you, who's the real-life human behind the bio? Tell us something about her. Who's she? Well, she has been running her own
0: business for a very long time. <laughs> um, she <laughs> she has been, um, you know, I'll speak for me. I mean, she, Debbie, me. <laughs> I... <laughs> I've had, I had to count. This is my sixth business. So Uh I've been in the corporate world, but uh, for the last three decades, I've been doing it from a vantage point of a business owner. And I think that gives me a very unique perspective Mm -hmm. and just kind of moving forward with my current business. I really shifted out of about four years ago, helping very large corporations grow their business to helping small businesses Uh, grow their businesses and just to tie into the title I love helping these businesses make a bigger impact in the world because at the heart of the heart that's really what it's all about because there's so much power to be able to spread the message Mm -hmm. everywhere and uh, for me that's that's the most satisfying thing. Mm,
1: I love that you know and I I believe that business has a unique position today to actually help us you know kind of well it sounds like a really big thing when I say it this way but like change the world for the better in so many different ways it can help us overcome some of the problems we're facing in humanity and I think that you know something that's very alive as a conversation in the sacred changemakers world is this idea that the way we've been doing business has not really been serving us in the long term anyway. And we're now facing some of the consequences of our actions. And Mm -hmm. it's interesting to me how business is evolving. But I also know that marketing alongside that, of course, is also Mm -hmm. evolving. So what have you noticed, you know, over the decades that you've been in this industry? What are the changes that you're seeing in this space?
0: Well, there's been so many.
1: <laughs> I mean, first of
0: all, just just from the vehicles of delivery, social media changed everything. Mm. You know, it, it changed how the the giant corporations are marketing. It changed. Uh, it 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 allowed the small businesses to 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 really step into the same world and have have a footing where maybe they wouldn't have before. So that in itself has changed everything. Mm. But to tie it into How has it changed as far as how we receive it? Um, There's so much noise now because everyone's on the platforms. Anyone can open up a computer and start, you know, um, selling basically that we're seeking a deeper meaning. And I really think that the pandemic heightened that Mm -hmm. is we, it really, in my opinion, hit a big reset button on what people are looking for and what matters to people and and there's data to prove that people want to work with companies that have a bigger purpose. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're four to five times more likely to refer, to retru- to trust, to buy from a company that has a well-known purpose that's bigger than just selling their stuff. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm seeing is that, first of all, real matters people want real authentic relationships whether it's a small business or a giant business they want to feel like they know the people behind the business Mm. and they want to know what's in it for you like what's the point of all this because it has to be more than transactional now or there's no there's no heart connection there's no i want to do business with these people people will decide not to do business with someone over, mm-hmm. over purpose or over, um, they're not aligned with what my values are. So we're seeing a lot more decisions being made, um, not just on, you know, very transactional is what I would call it in the past to more, they want to, they want to feel like they're in a relationship with these brands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's, that's been a big shift. And I think it's just going to continue that. I know it will. Um, yeah. so
1: yeah that and that feels really important for us as change makers to really understand because you know very often it can be difficult for change makers to really think about how to go about marketing Mm. their brand because many many of us think of our businesses not even as businesses sometimes we think of them as movements in the world so you know for our listeners that are listening in I mean where do we start with this marketing thing you know (laughs) like what what's the first steps that you take people through and and how can we get going in a way that really does harness the power of marketing Mm. to help us get our movements out there and our work out into the world Well, you know, it's interesting. I work with a lot of
0: people that, uh, in fact, a lot of people, when they start working with me, purpose is the last thing on their mind. (laughs) And uh, maybe they don't even realize they have a purpose. They just want to, they typically want to help people. They all will say, I want to make a difference, but they don't, a lot of people don't have that very well defined when I start working with them. And then there's some people that have a very defined, I know what my purpose is. I don't know how to get it out, but the first step, no, regardless of what anyone's background is. The first step I take them to is your purpose is your why. And it's, I frame it. in just the words that you said, I want you to think so audaciously that you are starting a movement and this will shock people. If they're just, you know, like, Hey, I just have a, you know, a, a brick and mortar store. <laughs> hey, I just have a, you know, a, you know, I'm i I'm a health and wellness coach. That'd be cool if I could start a movement, but I'm just <laughs> trying to, it's like, but I want you to think that big. right, And really it's interesting as they kind of start thinking about themselves, it's like, this isn't about your purpose. This is about the gift you're giving the world. Mm -hmm. They start shifting things and it's really cool to watch how they'll just start kind of shifting like these and these subtle shifts can really change the trajectory of their business and what they end up doing, how they do it. Um, We've had so many people had no, no intention of having a, a nonprofit arm to their business. Suddenly, not only have a nonprofit arm, but I even have one client who is a fine artist who, um, oh my gosh, when she started with us, she was completely like stuck, didn't know what to do. She got, she knew nature was like her, you know, this is what inspired her, but she didn't have anywhere to go with that. And she got so clued into this idea of a movement for trees and saving trees and planting trees. And she aligned with a nonprofit that plants trees. She's now planted thousands of trees around the world Mm -hmm. through her art. And she even said, I think I'm going to retire from my art, but, um, her movement is be more tree. And she's like, but be more tree is so much bigger than my art now. And it's really cool to just see the, the passion, but it just amplifies, amplifies her art It amplifies what she's doing. And it really, at the core, when people tap into their purpose and they can clearly define it, it does something internally. It it shifts your, I mean, your internal fire, if you will. And that is what is a big part of fueling your marketing, because we want to be lit from inside with such clarity, excitement, purpose, that, that will start to guide all of the decisions we make. Is this the right decision or the wrong decision for my business? Well, is it in alignment with your purpose? You'll know. And just, anyway, that's where we start everyone. And that's where I would suggest everyone start. Is start with, if you were so audacious to say, I could start a movement, what would that movement be?
1: And mm. um, as I'm listening to you speak there, I'm so, <laughs> please forgive me because I'm not an expert marketer, but yeah. I'm hearing you talk about what feels to me like brand. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of aligning this with my own work in a way and trying to find yes, where much. it fits into marketing, because at an identity level, like what we believe and what we don't believe about what our business is and who we're going to become and all those kinds mm-hmm. of things. Feels to me like it falls underneath brand it and, does. and and the purpose <laughs> is underneath there. So why is it important mm-hmm. that we kind of look into that space of branding mm-hmm. before we mm-hmm. start marketing?
0: I, so from my, my whole background is I, I actually started my business or started in business in creative advertising. I was a creative. I was one of the people that, you know, like on Mad Men, I'm back in the, in the room <laughs> with the copywriters, you know, I was an art director, but I was one of those that loved to write and we'd come up with all these ideas and stuff. And that's how I started. I went on to like have my own ad agency and now I do this, but brand it's interesting. Cause I started in advertising But it's the strategy. So we couldn't even start thinking of an idea for a a campaign or a TV campaign or whatever we were working on without, who is it for? What's unique and different about this? What's the clear message? All this is brand strategy. So I literally can't even help anyone the way my brain works and thinks I'm always looking for those differentiating factors and how you can spotlight it and you know like my brain is so versed in that and what I realize if you don't have what what you're you're saying brand and that's exactly right it's actually the strategy behind the brand it's the soul of the brand it's the message of the brand it's My favorite quote about brand is actually from Jeff Bezos of all people, (laughs) but he says, brand is what they say about you when you leave the room. Mm. It's the perception. And that is huge. Mm. So I actually start everyone. I call it brand first marketing. We've got to get the soul of our business so clear so that our messaging is already differentiating. We're already setting ourselves up as a one of a kind brand that there isn't competition. Your message is so differentiated. What you do is so specialized and that gives you a leg up and it enables you to have a bigger impact, which is what I want people to have. So, uh, so without brand, I call it, there's, you know, there's, there's three different types of marketers. There's the transactional, right. And that's what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. And then there's uh, and, and I call that the do it yourself. Like if you don't know anything about marketing. And that's where everyone starts. It's kind of do it yourself, you know, transactional stuff, uh, you know, just, you know, nice way of saying, Hey, buy my stuff marketing and (laughs) right. And then we get into tactical, there's tactics you can learn and some of them will work. Uh, some of them will, a lot of tactics are very trend driven or the current algorithm driven or gimmicks and tricks. And as we know, those are not long lasting. I don't, well, I mean, yeah. So a lot of the things that were tactical that worked five years ago are no longer working. And that's why you're hearing a lot of people groaning out there right now. Like it's not working It's because it's tact, It's very tactically driven. And then there's what I, I call lighthouse brand. And that's what I teach, but that's where we're bringing the soul of everything you believe in your purpose and differentiating yourself so that you're already shining so much brighter than everyone else and reaching people more on a human to human level. Mm. And that's, that's the future of, of marketing. That's the brands that are doing this are, you know, they're, they're ahead of everyone else. So I, I think that's where the growth is. And and we're just seeing that, like, how do we move into that, into that space? But it all, I, I look at, marketing is really an inside out job, if you will. Mm. Um, you can't just put a a sugar coat on top of it. We have to start inside and we have to get really clear. And when we do that, just like, you know, the lighthouse, you know, I think works really well because you're literally lit up from within and now you can't, you can't help, but share that with the world. Mm.
1: It's really interesting because, you know, you said lighthouse marketing there and Mm -hmm. that's certainly a term that I use as well Uh, uh, in my work because you know, one of the things that I find change makers don't like is, is, is the whole hustle of going out there yeah. and trying to sell like sales yeah. can almost feel like a dirty word, right. In, oh, in yeah. this audience. So Absolutely. it's like, like, how do we create something where we mm-hmm. can stand in our power and shine our light and, and then other people from miles away can kind of see us because it's almost like we've put our head above the parapet, above the noise mm-hmm. and, and, mm-hmm. We're kind of attracting people in that way, yeah. so I love that you're talking about that and that you're talking about the soul of the brand. And as I was listening to you speak, it was almost like what was coming up for me was it's like you're creating who the business is going to be. <laughs> no, no, that's weird. But it's no, almost it's, like it's, okay. it actually
0: is. <laughs> Right. It's kind of more than marketing. We're creating,
1: we're actually probably shifting your entire business. Right. Mm -hmm. And that took me (laughs) to this place, which is the number one question I get when I start working as a business coach with people in this space of branding and marketing is should I be a personal brand or so is it just my name or should I have a like a, a title for what I'm doing and should it be that? right? What should it be? I'd love to hear what your sense is of that. Because I know what I say, but I don't know if it's going to be the same as what you say.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, personal branding, I think if you're a service provider, we do, mm-hmm. you you are a personal brand, you know, right. you are. And I think when you look at, um, you know, I think a lot of people are hesitant to put their their name out there. Um, you know, I have a very generic name, unfortunately. So I, I've kind of used the moniker, frankly, Deb, instead of Debbie White, because there's, a lot of Debbie Whites, but it really is the name. Uh and and the other thing is I, you know, if if you're a coach, if you're a service provider, if you're an expert, it is your name. Your name is a personal brand. However, I want and a lot of people, a lot of women that I work with will end up having a really, you know, they'll kind of go from uh, you know, like I was just using Joyce. So I'll just say her like Joyce Gale artist. Well now it's be more tree by Joyce Gale. I mean, it's, but that's an evolving process. We didn't just sit there and brainstorm taglines that literally came from within inside her. Right. And it just, it's, it's very organic. And right. a lot of things happen that way. I do think if you have a particular service, I do think it needs a name that stands out. Um, you know, like I have another client that came to me and she's like, I can do anything in the world when it comes to data. And I was like, it took me a while to even understand what she did. It's like, I can do anything. I'm like, okay, well, we need to really focus that. <laughs> and um, and and so she's a data strategist, but she, she does a lot of automations. But she has a brilliant business background. So it's so much more than she's not just a technician. Well, long story short, she came up with a, um, uh, she called it the red hot lead machine. And it's specifically for multi six and seven figure mm. coaches. So it's very clear.
1: Yeah.
0: So that helps her stand out. Mm. So clarity is a part of it. But to get back to personal brand. Yeah, I mean, you're the brand. You might have different types of businesses, but you're always going to be building your personal
1: brand. Mm. Well, I'm curious what you tell your clients. So I tell my clients if it's very similar, if you're just starting out, use your name. Now, but I do say the distinction I say is even though we're using your name and it'll be a personal brand, um, that doesn't mean you are the business. We still oh, have to a, yes. create. The brand right and then when you get to somewhere between half a million and a million if that's what you're heading towards you really are what looking to get to multi-million somewhere between half a million and a million will evolve the brand because at that point then we might be looking to build a business that you can sell and at that point we need to exactly what you were talking about which is pull the methodology up or pull a mm-hmm. brand name up that is not you yeah. and then it can be powered by you or by you and your name is in the subtitle and we switch it around because if we're going to build a business to sell at those higher levels of revenue then then I would want to kind of start to separate you out. But in the early days, especially in a service-based business, it is you. You've got all the hats on. You're doing everything. So let's not confuse that. Let's position you as a thought leader. Let's get that thought leadership out and let's really position you so that you're not having to market you on social media and your brand because then everything gets complex. Oh, Let's one thing at a time simple. up until you're
0: yeah. the same thing up until you're about at the half million point, then you can start. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. And the other thing I tell people, because um, I really look at them as like, even as a personal brand, you're creating a brand that's actually going to be bigger than you. Right. And, and it's actually not about you at all. Right. And I think at first <laughs> they're like, huh? Yeah. But there's a freeing in that. And they're like, what does that mean? I'm like, because you're building a again, you're building a movement, you're building something bigger than you. You're the face of it, but it's not even about you. It's about the, it's about the impact and the transformation you're providing. Yeah. That's what you're actually building. So if you can think about that, you're not out there hawking yourself. You're standing for something bigger and you're inviting people in with you to, to, on that journey. That's so much different than getting out there and selling my stuff. Right. Right. And so when we think about you're inviting people to take a step in something that they want, because I, you know, we're looking for things that people really, really want. Like if you're a service provider, you know, they, you know, I call it your hell yes offer, you know, <laughs> they need to have, it It needs to be a hell yes. It can't be like, well, that'd be nice. Yeah. And so we need to get in alignment there. And yes, you can have a massive impact with a hell yes offer. And so when we move in that direction, you're already kind of clarifying to the point that again, there isn't really any competition because you've gotten something so uniquely identified and it's what that particular person is really, really wanting. So it's really just a matter of inviting them in and letting them know about it. There's no hard sell here. So that's, that's when we get into selling I mean there's a saying you know selling is serving but it really is yeah and it's really an invitation yeah
1: oh and I love you've used that word we're so in alignment (laughs) (laughs) with what you're speaking to here it really it really is great because if you like you said at the beginning if you define the soul if you become the lighthouse I think that's what draws people in yeah right and and not only that I think Without it, the individual, the leader, the business owner, I feel there's a lack of alignment. And I feel like very often when I start working with someone, they're often still in the space of trying to be who they think they should be. Yeah. Instead of what's really like driving them on the inside, their why that's why they're doing this. And they haven't quite built that bridge yet from, themselves and their own passions and 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 purpose to Mm -hmm. the market and what the market needs and this is something I want to talk to you about because yeah we started touching on some of the mistakes we're seeing change makers make and one of the Mm -hmm. big ones for me is this it's what you just said is like I'll start I'll be considering working with someone I'll go and have a look at their website and 9.9 times out of 10 99 times out of 100 their website is here's me this is what I do Here, it's like a brochure selling their stuff yeah. like I'm this and I'm that and me 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 and mm-hmm. I'm thinking who's your client who's your customer where where are they in this conversation you're trying to start with this website messaging and it's yeah. all about them and for me that's old school we've got to yeah, start bridging into who's the person that's landing on this page and what do they want to see and what do they need to see and how are we going to engage them and talk to them directly I mean what's your sense of that
0: oh that I
1: well we are very in alignment because
0: (laughs) (laughs) the second thing I start with purpose and the second thing I go to is really knowing your target audience like so well because Everything you're going to create and your content is all for them. It's not about you. And I say that over and over like a broken record. My members (laughs) know this. They're like, I know it's not. I know I get in my head. I'm like, right. Because what I see is just like you said, what I see service providers will say, well, I know what they need. And it's like, but that's not what they want. So it just went right over their head. Mm. And the me, me, me thing, it's, it's people don't care. They really don't like, they want, they want to make sure you're, you're an expert at what you do. They want to make sure, you know, things do matter, yep. you know, a uh, solid testimonials matter. Um, you know, all of those things matter, but when they hit a, a website, what's in it for me, why does it matter? And if it doesn't answer that, like literally in, in five seconds, seven, most seven seconds about the average time they'll spend when they land on a website page. Uh, when they do the quick scroll, if they can't grab that really quickly, they're out, you know? Um, and, and I see even take a step further, I'd say 90%, maybe more, maybe it's 99 <laughs>
1: of the websites
0: I look at when you do the quick scroll, you can't grasp what they even do. That's right. That's it's right. like, I'm not sure,
1: Yeah, you know, the artists
0: that? are a little more obvious, but you're not sure yeah. what's unique about them, you know, yeah. but a service provider is a coach. It's like, boy, I've seen some, like, I haven't a clue of what you specialize in. I, you know, and right. if you don't, you've got to specialize, but, um, but yes, okay. I would agree with you. There's a huge gap between, um, the me, me, me. And really it's all about you, 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 it's like, we have to bridge that <laughs> and, and great, con- great content is all about them.
1: Yeah, it's so interesting because this for me is, I mean, we talk a lot in our audience about like the me to the we, which is I feel where business is heading right now and marketing certainly going in that way. And what we've just talked about there for me is that's the first step into we is realizing that it's yes, it's this business that you have, right? It's got to be a win for you. So you're right with the inside out that feels so like, mm-hmm. juicy for me is really understanding that space of you so you can be yeah. fully expressed in your business. But then this, the other side of that bridge is the clients. Like, and that's what I call the small we, is mm. can you build that bridge there to the we and really speak to what they, as you're saying, they want to need. And then my next stage is... What's the impact you're here to make? Because that's the we in capital letters me. What does the world need from you and your brand and your marketing? So I'm going to actually ask you that question. What does the world need from you and and your skill set and your marketing and your power here in this space and your experience, Debbie? Like, what is this all in service of? I mean, for me, I, I
0: feel like I'm, I'm here to lift up the change makers using your words. I'm, I want to see myself as I have, I have wind behind me and, and it's kind of like they're out there in the sea, there's, there's sailboats and there's no wind. There's no wind moving them. (laughs) You know, they're just stalled. They're like, I'm stuck. I don't know why. I feel like I'm, I'm doing all the things. And it's like, you don't have the right, you don't have the right flow. You don't have, you're not fully fueled. Right. I want to fully fuel you, and it starts with you. I'm not sugarcoating anything. Like you're mm-hmm. going to be able to have your sails. I'm trying to work this metaphor. You don't <laughs> have your sails filled. I always go off in weird directions with metaphors, but I want them to be able to learn how to catch their own wind. There we go. That's the point. You know, is once you, you learn know, this inside out, they can always they can always find the wind.
1: Yeah. You know? And I, what I love so, about that. So I have a similar metaphor. Right. So I'm going to I'm going to share cause <laughs> okay, with yours? without your wit I've never heard about the wind thing. Right. I but I it. talk about that. You're you're just out at sea bobbing around with the waves and there's all yeah. the waves are different gurus that are trying to get you to come in their direction so you're bobbing around and you go off in this direction then you go off in this direction and actually you're not getting anywhere fast or you're going 100 miles an hour in the wrong direction because a big wave has caught you and you think this is the way and so you're going that's where to me that metaphor Mm. I use because people lose themselves in their business they They just it's like uh. (laughs) ah. I need to do
0: this. (laughs) I love that you said that people lose themselves. So for me, one of the biggest compliments is when people will say to me, "I am. I feel so firmly, like, like within my brand. I'm embodying my brand, and it lights me up. That that because when people feel that way, how do you think their marketing comes across? Yeah, yeah. Because you're just being on. It's like I want. People say to me, I feel more me now than I ever have. Yeah. And and that that's where it's at. Yes. Right. Yes. It's not, oh, I'm doing this tactic and I feel so me doing, saying, talking like I don't talk. It's like, no, don't do that. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. But that that to me is it. and and when people feel that confidence and that that sure footedness and what they're doing and why they're doing it, they they do take off. Yeah. And, and then you there's know- like you know methods that work, sure. Yes, you know, but that's a di- that's different.
1: You're reminding me. I was talking to a CMO last week, um, in a large global corporation, and he was talking about plugging the humanity back into marketing, <laughs> right? Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, actually, there's something making me feel very uneasy about the way you're talking about this because <laughs> it's like you can't just plug the humanity plug. he said plug plug, plug in? the humanity back in <laughs> which is very different to what you've just described to me yeah
0: it, it's we can't plug anything in no um, it's 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 a true i it really does start with you like any guru out there that says i've got the thing yeah and you just put it on or plug it in is like that's you know those batteries go out right it's not sustainable
1: no, it's not. And I think the only sustainable way is what you're talking about here, mm-hmm. which is the soul of marketing, the soul mm-hmm. of you, being mm-hmm. transparent, being authentic. And I know these words are bandied around a lot, but I know they really are. this is this soul, your soul, particularly in the early days, I think, has to be a key part of your brand because it, really it has does. to light you up. Because if it doesn't light you up and you're the one marketing and selling, it's not going to light anybody else about it.
0: That's the thing. I mean, yeah, I, I get to where I say things that sound a little wacky, but it's really true. Like it, at the end of the day, this might be too big of a leap for the listeners, but some of you guys will get this. I really believe at the end of the day, people are, you know, if they're buying, they're buying your energy. They're buying the feeling. Thank you. I was just <laughs> going buying... to ask you that. I mean, they are though.
1: Yes. Absolutely. And so how do
0: we do that in a way that's honest and real, you need to get like, and it's not neat. It's like, that's the process of getting in touch with why you're even doing this. Why does it matter? What's in it for them? Isn't that exciting to like, and some people say, I'm so, I'm so scared to like, you know, get focused or niche or all those things. It's like, but when you do that, you're going to have a much deeper relationship with people in your audience and you're going to get to go deeper. And that depth is really, and it's, it's really powerful. People will feel like, where did you come from? How are you just like, did you, you know, how can you be in my head? I swear, I feel like you are reading my thoughts right now. And they'll feel like there's no one else that gets me like you do. Right. And that connection, that's not, that's not the old school marketing. That's real connection. And that's, that's what marketing is now that that's genuine so um that's what it allows that. you to do there's no plugging in here there's no no and yeah. it sounds it's a, so, it's a becoming it's a it becoming. is a
1: becoming and it sounds utterly human what you're talking about like we're not having to bend ourselves like a pretzel to do yeah. something that feels out of alignment for us we're actually able to express ourselves fully. So I've got to ask you about AI, right? Because it's kind yeah. of hit the scene. It's particularly yeah. hit the marketing scene and content marketing and all that space. I mean, how? what are your thoughts on AI and marketing?
0: Well, I think the people that are making the most money with AI right now are the people selling how to do it. Um, <laughs> right. I think because it's like the new hot shiny object. Um, I use AI but i use it like a um a, a, like a brainstorm partner and you have to be really careful cuz ai spits out a lot of garbage I, mm-hmm. and i don't care i've seen all kinds of trainings on you can train it to be your brand voice it's like you cannot train it to do the stuff we're talking about right here
1: right right
0: you can't it's impossible and i you know i i don't use it to write my content i'll if 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 i'm being really wordy on something i might run it through to say, like, can you shorten this? But you have to be careful because it'll spit out words, right? That is not in alignment with me. So you have to use it with caution, but can it help do things? Yeah, it's an amazing tool, Right. but it's just a tool, just like any other thing's a tool. And you have to be the master of that tool. And um, I'm sure everyone has seen the stuff that you can tell, you can tell when stuff is written by AI. So um yeah I think use it as a tool but be careful when people when I see so many people saying it'll write all your content for a month I'm like sure it will and it'll all be garbage. <laughs> yeah, well, so um yeah. cuz it will and it's
1: garbage so you have to you just
0: have to be so careful.
1: You know and if we come from this premise of soul in your marketing right if we're coming from your premise of the lighthouse in marketing This transparency, this authenticity, this utterly human approach. Of course, you can't just get your AI to write it because it's not, well, it's not human. And really, the other thing that's coming up as I'm speaking is marketing's about relationships, isn't it? It's relational. It's communication and relationships and resonance and alignment and all of those things. Because without them, the energy... Behind what you're doing, it's not going to be powerful, is all I'm going to say, thinking about our title today. It's going to lack, it's going to lack a depth and a personality and a a humanness, I feel. Yeah,
0: yeah. So with AI, AI can't talk the way you talk. I don't really care what people say about training. It can't. (laughs) It doesn't have a soul. It's basically scraping all the content that's out there and quickly repurposing it and spitting it back out. So there's, there's no soul. And when I said that wacky thing about energy, AI does <laughs> not have energy. I mean, let's just leave it right there. So I, I think you just have to be really, really, really careful. It's a great tool. It can edit, it can write outlines for ideas, but we have to be feeling our, our content, our voice with our own soul, with our own heart, our own thoughts, even our own imperfections, because we're human, and we can tell. Right. (laughs) So I just think that's really important. Yeah.
1: So I'd also like to ask you, Debbie, because, you know, sometimes people make a distinction between, am I building a just a business like a for-profit business and we have these polarities in the marketplace of a for-profit business or a not-for-profit and then we have Mm -hmm. this newly emerging space kind of in the middle that is this social impact business and Mm -hmm. what I'm interested in is is the marketing different for when you're doing a business or a not-for-profit or even a social impact business like is there a difference in the way you approach the work if you are building a movement rather than just a profitable business
0: You know, it could be subtle, but at the heart of the heart, the foundational steps, no, it's not different. It's the same. Mm -hmm. It really is. Um, We still need to, regardless if you're a full on nonprofit or like you said, you know, the different, there's all kinds of things. It's a small arm. It's a, this, it's a, that the foundational, the fundamentals are the same. Mm -hmm. You know, like I said, everyone starts the purpose. It's the same. It doesn't matter where you're at. And then what I want brands to be moving towards being known for one thing that also helps you stand out. And it's the same regardless of what type of business you are. Mm -hmm. Um, but as far as the, the impact part that clearly does need to be communicated. If people aren't aware of your purpose, you could have a beautiful purpose. And if you never message that no one will know. Mm -hmm. So how do you bring that? That in are you telling and sharing that is that a part of you know when you when you share your story or your brand story or how are you letting people know is there a line in your in your footer in your emails I mean the whole thing like those you know down in the small print like those things matter Mm -hmm. and so it's that through line is it clear across the board what you're really here to do because people do care yeah so to answer that For the most part, it's the same thing. There might be subtle differences, but it really is the same thing.
1: And I'm just imagining now that, you know, that that there's probably some people that are listening to this that haven't worked in large corporations and potentially Mm. don't have a full understanding of the term marketing. Now, we've Mm. already talked about branding. We've talked about purpose. You've talked about the through line and the alignment Mm. of the messaging going through. But what else does marketing embrace? Oh, this is a good question because I think I need to clarify this.
0: <laughs> so, so if I were to draw a diagram for everyone, you guys can all imagine this. So, on the, the you know on one side, let's say the left side, we have the brand, the soul. We have to start with the soul of the brand, the marketing, and the business. It's all rolled into one, you know, because it really does. Each one affects the other thing. It's this organic thing, and it each little subtle shift will shift everything, right? Mm. So we have to get that really clear you know, what are we all about? Why does it matter? Who are we reaching? What's our, what's our, you know, hell yes, whatever offer, where are we at with that? Okay, great. We've got this really clear. Now we have to get that message out into the world. Mm -hmm. Now we move over to the right side of the screen. That's the marketing. Mm -hmm. So we've, you know, without all that, what are you marketing? Right. And and this is what I see. People just are like, ah, they're all over the place. They don't know because they haven't done that, that foundational work first. Now we have something focused with a message with an intention of building a certain movement. And now we have to get the messaging out with marketing. Now you have to look at there's many vehicles that you can market with. There's social media, there's email marketing, there's collaborations, there's all kinds of visibility opportunities, podcasting, you know, there's so many vehicles to get the message out. Mm -hmm. And then you have to look at, you know, if it's one person, Um, I think it needs to be streamlined to start, you know, and I'd rather someone kind of go deep in one area and then start repurposing out. And that becomes, you know, their stair steps. But every business, I think has a different business model. There's some people that are more naturally, you know, great speakers and some people that are great writers, this will dictate what vehicle is best for you. Hmm. but that's the marketing, the implementing of all this, you know, it's getting the messaging out. That's the marketing side of it. Hmm.
1: And I love that you've described it in that way, because it feels very clear to me that, you know, the marketing is like the outreach. It's like yes. the, the bridge, the channel, if you like yeah. to actually it get is. your thing out. And I've never thought of it quite honestly in that way. <laughs> so I, I love that you've described it in that way. So when you, look at it in that way I mean what what are the mistakes that you see people making I know we've already touched on a few of them but is there anything else that we've missed that you think oh gosh you know like I see this a lot
0: (laughs) yeah well I mean I mean just to kind of circle back yes most people don't do the foundational work that we're calling brand it's in fact I know a lot of I've, I've talked with so many people over the last week in fact I just I just ran a bunch of calls had a lot of a lot of one-on-ones since last week. And a lot of people are working with a lot of different other programs, coaches, XYZ, but they're not getting deep enough on what is, what is your brand all about? They're jumping right into tactics. That's kind of using your, they're out in the waves being like drug all over the place. They don't know <laughs> why it's not landing. I'm like, because what are you even marketing? And they're like, I'm not sure yet. And I'm like, that's the problem. Neither is your audience. And if your audience is, if you're not sure, if your audience isn't sure, they're not buying. Right. And so that's, that's the biggest, the other biggest thing is something we touched on, but just to clarify that mm-hmm. I see this a lot. People will say I have, and they think it's a hell yes offer. They think it's a great offer and I'll look at it and it's using mumbo jumbo words that no one understands like fancy. It's so clever just use normal language. No one knows what that is, you know? And, um, I mean, I see it a lot. It's like, that's cute. That's clever. I have no idea what you're offering. I don't even know what you do. So it has to be, you know, what is keeping your audience up at night? Start there. It's not about you. Remember you're helping them solve. and I bet you can solve it in a way that you would love that would just bring you so much joy. If you can start with what they want, not what you, you think they need, that for a would say a huge majority of the people and speak their language about it, game changer. Mm-hmm. I mean, that one thing alone is huge. So yeah. that's that's probably the biggest thing I see, you know, is uh, is I don't know what your offer is and it's not what your, your audience doesn't even want it. And they'll say, well, I'm having a hard time. People don't really wanna talk about this. I'm like, then that might not be the right offer to start with. Mm-hmm
1: you know. Oh gosh, that's great. Yeah, that's genius. So one of the things that um, people say to me often is, uh, I'm okay doing marketing, but I don't want to do fear-based marketing. <laughs> what you would you say to, to that? But, thank you. You don't have to do, <laughs> you know, you don't, nobody needs to be doing fear-based
0: anything. Right. Uh, yeah, that's old school. That's, that all came from the direct marketing, you know, like gurus. And, and I actually came up through creative advertising, which, you know, to be honest, would see direct marketing as like, that's crap. That's kind of the world I grew up in. Mm. Most of the techniques you see in social media are direct marketing based. Mm. It's all very one-on-one direct marketing To the point that I have gone and studied like I'm sometimes like, I can't believe I'm like really studying this crap, but I (laughs) want to know it inside out, right? Because you can always take things and and there's always way, like, I I love reading and learning, but the heart of the heart of it, it it is that fear-based sell the pain. Um, there's ways of talking and relating to people about the pain they're experiencing. And I think that's different than fear-based. Because yeah. when we're talking about, I mean, I know the pain my, my clients feel is they feel like they feel like they're running around on a beach with a flashlight and they think they're doing great. And, but they're like not getting traction and they look around and there's a thousand other flashlights on the beach. Mm. Right. And they're like, Oh my God. <laughs> and like, I say, well, I want you to be the lighthouse. I mean, that's my metaphor. I use, yeah. I want you to be up in the lighthouse and being like, I am so clear about what I'm here to do and how I can help my people. And the relating of that story I just shared, I wouldn't call that fear-based marketing. I would call that relating with my audience. I would call that empathetic marketing. Yeah. So there's a
1: difference. Yeah. Yeah. So in your metaphor of them all on the beach with the torch.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <The laughs> I, I, I went, to, yeah, with the flashlight. I was straight to this idea of, and they're on the beach with a flashlight and somebody next to them's got a pink flashlight. So now they Ow. change their flashlight to be a pink flashlight because they think everyone has got pink. And then everybody's got pink. And then somebody comes on with a blue one and then they all change to it. And it's like, it's we're, like compar- we're comparative, like going, oh, they're doing that. I need to do that. They're doing that. I need to do that. So it seems to me our title the power of marketing to start a movement actually begins with you stepping into your own power first. What would you say to that? Absolutely. It does. It means you getting off the beach, climbing
0: up to the clifftop and 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 confidently saying, I'm about to turn on the biggest light that anyone's ever seen right here.
1: Oh my God. See, I've got goosebumps. And this is there. scary to do because <laughs> I'm gonna
0: really stand out. And you are. And that is stepping into something so much bigger than yourself. Cause it's not about you. It's about your movement. It's about your message. It's about the work you're here to do and the difference you get to make in someone else's life. And when you turn that light on, it's not you anymore. It really is the movement. It really is the impact. That's what I want people to realize. And once you do that, you'll go on video and do all the crazy things that you swore you would never do to make sure that
1: happens mm-hmm. to keep that light on. Oh my gosh. I got goosebumps Debbie. That's great. (laughs) So I've got to ask you now then. So your lighthouse, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. What, what is the impact that your lighthouse is here to make? What's the purpose, the deeper, bigger purpose of what you're here to do? I want to make the world a better place. Mm.
0: I do. I, I, I want to lift. We need each other. We need community. We, we cannot do this alone. And when we bond together and we all each get to make our impact in our own unique,
1: amazing way, we can change the world. I love that. Oh my gosh. I'm noticing the time. So let me just ask you this one (laughs) final question. And it's, it's just basically this like, um, If there's something you wanted to share with our audience today, maybe we haven't got to it yet, or maybe it's just some final words of wisdom you'd like to leave Mm -hmm. everyone with, what might it be?
0: I really do believe that everyone
1: is here to make a difference.
0: And the first step is saying, okay, I want to do that. The next step is just, you know, I think there's a lot of education involved in taking that next step and how do I implement? How do I do it? But all that aside, Every single person can make a difference. And every single person has a very unique, special, something to add to this world. And I, I I even had, I've had several people that I've worked with when I first met them say, I'm a dime a dozen. And I say, no, you're not, you're not. And when you, when you can really realize how your way of seeing things, your, your specific, you know. Your key steps that you do something, that's your signature system. You have that. You have a way of really having a huge impact on someone else's life. And the more you step into that, the brighter you shine and the more people you can reach. And that really is, I just believe that. I really believe it. I've seen it over and over again, that we are all here to do that. So that's
1: my message. I love it. Debbie, thank you so much. I've loved our conversation today. It's it's been so so. resonant. Thank you so much for stopping by the podcast. (laughs) Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. Okay, guys, that's all we have time for today. Thank you so much for listening in. Now, before we go, I want to remind you that all of the resources and links for our guests are in the show notes at sacredchangemakers.com. And a big thank you to the Sacred Changemakers Inner Circle, who are our podcast sponsors, and our extended community, who are helping us make a global impact aligned with the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, all visible on our website. And if you're looking for more soul in your life and business, if you have a sense that you have a calling, maybe you are here to make a bigger impact or simply connect with others on your changemaking journey. If our episode resonated with you today, I hope you'll consider joining us. Again, you can find out more at sacredchangemakers.com. But for now, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your intention and efforts to make our world a better place. Until next time, lots of love.